What's up, guys? Welcome to the 573 Podcast. This is our first podcast. Just want to give you a little background about the 573. We're a local group of guys from mid-Missouri, and uh, we're just here to share our passion of the outdoors and hunting with everybody else. You know, we, we're uh, mostly keeping it local, but uh, you never know. We've got room for expansion, but we just wanted to to make a podcast because we know a lot of local guys around the area with a lot of knowledge about deer hunting and uh, other things related outdoors. So stay tuned and uh, we'll get the first one going. We're just going to do some introductions. I've got Austin Oberhaus and Cameron Blanton here and uh, myself, I'm Steven Ebers. And, uh, you know, we'll just get a little bit of introduction. So Austin, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? and uh what you what you enjoy to do outdoors and i don't know maybe uh a memory that of outdoors or or hunting related so like steven said my name's austin i'm from a small town here in missouri and uh i really started out rabbit hunting was the first thing i ever did um anything hunting or related anything like that uh i guess i was probably seven or eight years old and i just got to go tag along but what really got me interested in hunting anything was just being in a small town school and a couple of my friends that i went to school with in my class they all hunted with their either parents or brothers or you know stuff like that and uh not really there wasn't really anybody in my family that was necessarily like into hunting that i was particularly close to so i just i kind of got interested just from you know hearing about everybody else's stories at school about hunting so i got to go rabbit hunting for the first time with uh my stepdad at the time and one of his good friends and from then on i just you know got to go deer hunting or squirrel hunting just something like that here and there and the first thing that really got me going was was turkeys for sure i just uh started turkey hunting when i was actually taking the gun and stuff on youth hunts when i was about 11 or 12 years old and um i ended up killing my first turkey with uh, a cousin of mine was doing the calling and another cousin that was with us he was also youth hunting so we ended up doubling on just two jakes but it was just a really cool hunt yeah it was it was pretty cool uh just we were grinding it out i mean it took i was i guess 15 or four i was 14 when i shot my first turkey so so then uh the following year i got a ended up getting an adult gobbler at the same uh location and uh so yeah they ain't looked back since have you no yeah i just (laughs) want more and more uh even did some traveling this this past spring and was successful so well uh why don't you tell us uh maybe a, a favorite hunting story or outdoor story uh yeah uh i guess 
I'll go with my first deer with a bow. Uh, I was hunting at one of my friend's um, hunting spots. He actually owns 40 acres, and we were we were hunting hunting on that 40 acres, and it was a, a cold October, late October morning, and got up in the stand frost everywhere and it was about 7 38 o'clock here come just a basket rack seven point buck and he he came in with his nose on the ground and was just kind of munching munching on acorns and sniffing around and offered me a 20 yard quartering away shot and i put the arrow where i needed to and i don't know he ran probably 50 yards fell over but that was just i don't think i've ever a, heard that story that was a rush yeah yeah that was definitely the first time i heard it yeah so Joel, um, just you know i i thought about talking about my first buck ever um you know i i ended up that's a dandy yeah it was a mid 150s 10 point and i i passed some deer on that hunt but um that was actually the first year that the four point restriction rule was in. So, uh, there was only one deer that Great I, rule. I could have shot. Yeah. There was one deer that was legal. I could have shot the others. I guess I didn't really pass because they would have been, you know, off limits, but, mm-hmm. um, so, but I it just worked wanted, out. Yeah. I just Thank wanted to talk for that about law. the first bow kill just cause yeah, you know, it was just a, well, it was a small buck or whatever, but it was my first bow kill, and that like, that's what, you know, I don't know, just fueled the fire even more. I just yeah. really became obsessed with bow and, hunting. And I, I like it because it seems to be our bread and butter. You know, a lot of bow hunting. We do a lot of whitetail yeah. bow hunting and uh, a lot of turkey hunting. Yeah. So, I'm glad you started with the bow hunting. You know. Yeah. Uh, Cameron, do you, do you want to introduce yourself and kind of tell us a little bit about? who you are and how you got into hunting and maybe a favorite hunting story. Yeah. Uh, my name is Cameron Blanton from St. Louis. Uh, I met a couple say buddies boy. down in college. I guess you could say that. I met a couple <laughs> of buddies down in college and they kind of got me into deer hunting and everything because where I'm from, there's not really much land to hunt on. So um, you have to travel a little bit up south or even north to uh, find that good hunting land with big old bucks on there. And I remember one time I went out to conservation area down in colleges in Fayette, Missouri. And um, we went hunting. It was me, my buddy Killian, buddy Anthony, and Steven, and we went hunting. And uh, it was probably about 5 4.30, 5.30 in the morning or so. And we all get up in the same car and go out there and park and start walking and everything. And you'd never hunted before, bow hunted before? I hunted one other time. Um, with one of my other buddies from college and it was a good experience i really fell in love with the sport but i never really had the passion to go out until i met the buddies in college and everything and they kind of talked me into going and trying it a little differently and everything how old were you uh i was uh, about 20 years old or so so you got into it pretty late then yeah late in the that's cool though man yeah, a lot everybody's of people, got a there's different. yeah everybody's got a back of you know a story or whatever but I mean, there's a lot of guys that don't get their first deer with a bow till their mid twenties, or you know, or even start or picking even, up a bow until thirties yeah. or forties. So yeah, funny thing, like when I got my first buck, I was 
I was able to hunt that property two two years after I got that buck, but there was a guy that hunted there that he was in his late 20s, early 30s, and he had never killed a deer yet. He had been hunting for a little while. It ain't easy. And no, it's it's not. It can, it can be tough, but... Uh, and it anyway, depends on it, what your goals are, he was too. He was kind of, I don't know, I guess jealous or had some, you know, bad feelings about me getting the deer or whatever. And so that just it stemmed a lot of arguments and stuff like that. So we eventually just lost the property. But Yeah, that's that's one of the tough things about hunting sometimes is it can be a little bit, you know, I don't want to say selfish, but sometimes it can be and that's kind of why i think we started the 573 you know is we want to create opportunities for everybody and we want to we want to share our knowledge share other people's knowledge and we want to open it to everybody you know uh you know it's not a secret it's not it's not a competition you know there's plenty of deer in the world so uh cameron do you want to kind of rehash Sorry, we kind of interrupted, but, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit more about, like, uh, oh, so how yeah. you're getting in hunting. And I'll tell you one of my favorite moments. Bought a house and uh, shot my first buck off there. That how many meant, How many acres do you have? Uh, three and a half. Three and a half acres, and you shot a deer off three and a half acres. And it meant it meant a lot. Um, That's awesome. To be able to live it, you know, my first year at this house and to be able to harvest a good, nice buck, in my opinion. Um, so I actually ended up getting that mounted wasn't as big as most people's but it still meant a lot to me so that's, that's what it's all about man so that's what it's all about show more people and everything like that but yeah, that's probably one of my other favorite stories there's plenty more but so how who got you into hunting how, how did you get into hunting i started rabbit hunting actually um i went shooting and stuff with one of my buddy's uncles and it was fun but i really never got into it as much as i am now i was able to go um, rabbit hunting with my buddy Steven and his father-in-law and uh, they kind of showed me how to do run the ropes and everything like that and we had two dogs and the dogs ended up popping the rabbits out into the field and I was able to shoot my first one and that was a great story and then um, I actually got my first turkey this year too um, my buddy Austin and Steven we went on conservation land and um, this turkey like we scouted out for a while Start my buddy Austin started calling with his mouth call, and um, before long we seen the turkey and it was actually breeding a hen out in the field. So for being a first time going turkey hunting and be able to see something, um, it was pretty nice to be able to uh, witness. I guess that type of calling because there was a lot of I never knew that you can call with your mouth that good for the turkey just to be able to come in and stuff. And we ended up army crawling until we had a good shot at the turkey and I was able to shoot it he had this uh fan bearded fan or um but I we we ended up shooting it. that's why we call him city boy because uh he's getting into it and we give him a lot of crap for it but uh you know it you, as you follow along with the 573 you'll get to see him grow and, and gain more woodsmanship and uh hopefully he'll be able to know how to talk turkey terminology by the time we get all done with this. Come on now. Um, well, uh, I'll just tell you a little bit about myself. My name's Steven Ebers. I grew up in mid-Missouri, born and raised. And uh, I got into hunting and, and the outdoors at a, at a young age. 
probably nine or ten and uh, I saw my stepbrother doing it and he killed a couple good bucks during the youth season and I was like okay I gotta take a stab at this and uh, I went out I shot a doe shot a three-pointer you know you know not your your trophy deer by any means but but memories at that and uh, I was hooked instantly and uh, I'll be honest when I got into high school all I really cared about was sports and girls so hunting came on the back burner pretty sure that's how we all were <laughs> you're probably right man but it became you know not a priority to me and then I graduated high school and went to college and started playing baseball and started getting with some guys like you Cam and and Killian you know and uh, we started started bow hunting. I started shooting my bow that I had in storage from at a young age. And so really, I would say I got started bow hunting around 19. You know, I didn't really, I, I went gun hunting a couple times when I was young. Probably never missed a, a season of, an opening weekend of gun season. But bow hunting, I didn't start till 19 or 20 years old. And uh, I had a lot of great hunts, probably some of my best hunts when I was first getting into it and yeah. I, I'd call it beginner's luck. Yep, sometimes that happens. I mean, I, you know, I, I had some beginner's luck, you know, so to speak. Yeah, my first buck was big, but you know, my first deer was a doe and I went, I mean, I, I hunted for six seasons before I got one. You know, I hunted three or four seasons before I even seen a deer. That's grinding. Yeah, I mean, that's, I just, I liked being out there. It was fun anyway, even like I was just anxious to get back out there. And I think that's what, I mean, obviously getting the animal, that's, that's joy and that's excitement and it's adrenaline rush, but something about being outdoors that yeah. just, it's good for the soul, you know? I remember my, my favorite deer hunting memory was that first season that I hunted, it was early November, and I was hunting a ridgetop uh, with some climber that I borrowed from a friend, and I uh, got in there early that morning. Wasn't really sure what to expect. I really never really experienced a good rut because I always hunted opening weekend, and it's just chaos in Missouri if you've ever been been a gun hunter and opening opening weekend in Missouri. Yeah, it can you be crazy. I mean, you can see you can some rut, in, yeah, for sure, rut action. rut action. That's when I got that big one. That was opening day gun season, and it was about 2.30 in the afternoon. So you pretty much sat A little midday day. action. A little midday action. No, well, we uh, we hunted that morning till 9 o'clock or 9.30, got down, and then we went into the nearest town and bought a pizza, and we all ate that. and got Good old Casey's refueled no it wasn't it was actually just like a bar pizza or something i don't remember but uh anyway we just ate something fueled up and got some drinks and just went back to the woods and we got back we got set up at like 10 45 or 11 so we we didn't waste any time we went straight there got food and drinks and came right back and everybody it was just i remember we all used to have walkies, and there was like 
seven of us or so out seven or eight of us out there wow. so and we were hunting on oh i guess it was about 300 acres or so it was a good chunk of ground i'd call that a good chunk some people wouldn't yeah it's a mean, nice piece for around here i would definitely call we're here that. in mid missouri <laughs> it is i mean uh, com- you know compared to gump being out west they don't consider oh, yeah. that a lot no you way know. but yeah. anyway um so i just remember that everybody seen deer that morning and we just you know we we're everybody thought it was a good day to hunt and so we went back and got set up and it was slow till about noon had a buck chase a doe by twice so how were you set up what were you set up i on? was uh, i had they built me a wooden stand out there just in the middle of this 40 acre block of timber and not really in the middle it was kind of on the uh field edge no just back corner it was up in the thicket but um a lot of oak trees in there too it was just it was a good piece of ground but um travel corridor maybe or uh, what are we talking here yeah i mean there was you know i was on i was on a ridge that uh went down and met two other ridges so I mean, it was a good, it was a good spot, but, um, anyway, that's just where I hunted. Like that was my wooden stand and that's where I went every time we didn't, yep. we didn't really put a lot. I mean, yeah, of course, as a young kid, you don't, you know, you're still learning that no, woodsmanship. And, I mean, and, all, even all the guys I was hunting with were, you know, fairly new to it. I don't know. I mean, they had killed, some of them had killed deer, but just not a lot of, you know, hadn't really trophy trophy hunted or any anything like just you know waiting for those mature ones yeah anything like that everybody was just kind of getting into some of them were just getting into bow hunting and they had been gun hunting i was getting into both but um yeah (laughs) yeah that that early november man when i when i got out there with that climber it just i don't know for whatever reason you just get those feelings is a good feeling you know something's gonna happen and i i can tell you man at 19 i had hunted for a while at a young age but like my woodsmanship i'd say was fairly decent but like it just it definitely lacked in bow hunting skills and so i just picked a tree you know i didn't know what i was doing Mm -hmm. um on this ridge and it just what happened was the sun broke you know the horizon and it started becoming daylight and this doe comes out of nowhere, squats down, and takes a piss right in front of my tree. And I'm just like, okay, that's weird. And sure enough, I'm telling you, probably not even a minute later, there's a buck coming right through there. Yeah. And she was in heat? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was early November. I mean, I couldn't have told you then. She, she was peeing on her glands. Yeah, yeah. She was, it was estrus for sure. Rubbing them things together. And, <laughs> yeah, and, uh. So I, you know, I stopped him. My equipment wasn't the best. My experience was even worse, and I let the, uh, let the adrenaline get the best of me. Now, a little backstory on that is that I, uh, I had three arrows with me. No, no, I had two arrows with me, two arrows, and I shot and missed this deer when I stopped it, and it ran a, a, about ten more yards. So it's about a thirty-yard shot. And I shot again, and I hit it right in the butt. I mean, it was broadside, so I don't mean, like, directly by the tail in the butt, but, like, the the hip, yeah, ham, hip area. 
and uh, I was, you know, as any hunter is, when you shoot a deer like that, you're just freaking out, and you're a little bit disappointed in yourself. Yeah, I mean, typically, if if you shoot a deer with a bow or even a gun in the in the ham area, there's that. I think it's the femoral artery, or I might be wrong. I probably butchered that, but no, you're right. You're right. Okay, yeah, it runs down the back leg and up the back. I didn't hit that bad boy. But, and if you do hit it, it's detrimental. I, I shot one with a bow, a doe, one time. No, he just had a the, he just had a shot in the glute. Is all he had. Yeah. And uh, so I'm out. I'm down two arrows. Right. I only brought two. And. Uh, so I'm just sitting there a little bit kind of in shock. It, this all came quick. I'm new to this, new to the hunting. And uh, another buck comes from the same area that this doe and buck came from, but it was bigger. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is, this is wild. You know, I hadn't gotten down yet because, I mean, it just happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just sat in the tree because i didn't know what else could happen i don't i was arrowless and i didn't really want to get down and get the arrow i missed because ethically you know you shot that deer you gotta go look for it but i just wanted to give it time that's what i'd always been taught as you know a young kid is to give it time especially if you know you made a bad shot let it bleed out yeah and i tell you what man i'd probably you know I'd probably put this buck as one of the biggest bucks I've ever seen in the woods came out. Now, it didn't come out the same area that the other two bucks did, but he picked up that doe, intercepted those two other bucks, and it started bringing them towards me. And it was probably 150, 160-inch 12-pointer. I mean, it was, a, it was a brute. And I didn't, you know, in those instances, when I was young and naive, I had no idea what I had in front of me there. That's crazy because I remember when... To that same story, Stephen ended up calling me, his stepbrother Jonathan, and our all mutual cousin Clay, and we went to track this deer. And on the way to Stephen's hunting area, we seen two bucks. I can't. One was a ten, but the other one was a twelve, and he was he was big. I mean, it was. He had a doe out there. The other buck was just kind I'd of... I'd say that was him. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was the same... Area. Same day. Oh, yeah. So... It was crazy. It was it was one of the best moments. I mean, the vocals, I mean, they were grunting, chasing. I mean, that 12-pointer was hard at that doe. I mean, I'm just sitting there in a climber up a tree with an empty quiver and a arrow in some buck's butt, but... Did he come by in range? No, he never did, but I never, I mean, I had a grunt call. Could have maybe happened, I don't know. It's hard to pull him off the does, but Yeah, you never know. You never know. But that's my, still to this day, probably because of the rut action, is one of my favorite hunting stories, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, it can definitely be intense. It's, I don't know, it can, <clears throat> it can be hit or miss, you can not be seeing anything or have you got a hot doe around it's got some good action <laughs> but when you do see something in the woods it's like the best feeling because 
whatever you've been doing has been paying off. Uh, I remember one time... You're figuring it out. Yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm still new to all this and stuff, but I've been hunting with pretty good hunters and uh, learning the different techniques and tactics to be able to put a nice mature buck down. I just haven't really had the opportunity to, but I know that we've been putting our time and work and to be oh, able to kill something like that. I mean, you're you're seeing success. Yeah. You're doing great, man. Yeah, it's, it's time is all it is. It takes time. I mean, like I said, it, my first two deer came within two weeks apart, but, you know, I mean, once... But before once that, I, how yeah, long did it take, that, you know? before that, it took, you know, six seasons, you know, so... But you were still consistent and persistent to go back at it, yeah, you know, because I mean, your passion for the hunting. Yeah, just... You know, like it's it's just uh, peaceful to be out there and get away for a little bit and let your mind air out. And yeah. Such a different like getaway, you know. I mean, from coming to from St. Louis all the way up north, um, it's nice to be able to uh, witness and see my buddies knock down good deer and get the opportunity to learn be able to get away from the city life for a little bit yeah busy the fast life it's the best life coming out here it's like a passion you know it's like dreams come true come out here i keep telling me come on out there's room for him yeah he offered to give me the shed out back it's cool (laughs) i thought i said pitch a tent dang it why you have to tell him that okay all right austin so what are your goals for the 2020 deer season coming up well Personally, I just want to shoot a mature buck with a bow, and also I just want to fill my tags, ideally, uh, my buck tags. Um, just a mature buck, four and a half or older. Typical. You said you were doing some mentoring this year, right? Yeah, I want to. I mean, I try to do that every every year and every season that offers a youth season or anything like that. Like, I've always been big on getting my little brother and little sister out hunting uh i mean i want to i really want to get out there with my sister a little bit more and try and see her harvest a deer i mean she got she killed a spike last year um but just i wasn't she's hooked huh yeah she likes she likes going we went turkey hunting this year and it was rough but um you know just still still enjoyed it so i know we'll be back out there but uh yeah i mean just i know you're kind of stylistically a little different than everybody else you know yeah at least these days yeah i mean don't you tell everybody how you how you like to hunt i hunt i don't know i i don't just uh have a favorite spot that i go to i hunt a pretty good um area uh, I hunt on the ground a lot. I do hunt in tree stands some, but that I mainly when I'm hunting tree stands, it's on a piece of private ground that I've got access to. And do you own uh, any property? No, I don't own any property. So you're doing all this off permission, huh? Yeah, I have permission and access to some spots. You know that not everybody, not anybody, and everybody could just go to, but. I hunt a lot of public land. Uh, you know, I I enjoy that. There's just a lot of it, and so I like I like moving around. And um, I've got I've got specific areas on all you know the 
um, places that I hunt that, you know, I try to, that I might stick to or, you know, trying to figure out, but, uh. Sure, man. Um, any other goals for the upcoming season? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I just, I mean, as a, as a group, we're trying to get some video down, but personally too, I'd like to, I just want to start videoing hunts and, uh, get that down and just continue on the quest for a mature buck. I'm trying to, one specific goal is I got a little better piece of, um, private ground, um, to hunt and I'm the only one that hunts it I can take you know a guest or whatever if I want and uh I just I, I'm really thinking about trying to reserve a tag for a specific deer or two or <laughs> however many on that, on that old place. doe yeah take her I, out I mean <laughs> no more more so a buck yeah uh, so uh I just I want to I've with hunting public and stuff like that I bounce around so much uh I mean at the end of the day I'm gonna take a mature buck if I see it but that's that's the buck if it's the buck I want but I just kind of want to you'll know it when it walks in front huh I kind of want to just pin one down this year on the on the private ground and try and figure that specific deer out and and harvest them with a bow or a gun either one I just I just want to do that try that uh sort of challenge i guess just seems interesting to i'm looking forward to following along yeah are you after like a certain buck that you've seen in the past that uh, there is one buck that i have there is one buck i have in mind on uh, a place that i hunt um have you given him like some type of name so you can remember him by no i don't i don't have a name from him i just have two or three pictures of him from the rut last year what is he uh he i'd I'd have to look at the picture he's got he's got at least 11 points and it looks like he's got a split brow and split g2 so i don't know i'm thinking he might actually be 14 but i'm not positive so uh but if you get him on camera you'll know what buck that buck looks like uh i mean i'm hope i I think I don't know. <laughs> I there's I got a couple pictures of the deer. I uh you know, I've blown blown them up on the computer and looked at them pretty good, but I think so. I think I'll be able to. He's a I mean, a brood of a deer. I mean, yeah. solid mature buck and he's got some character to him, so and uh, I can tell that he's really wide and you know, he's he seemed uh really massive and not overly tall tines but you know uh, quite a bit of them and decent length but <laughs> i'd say quite a bit of them if it's 14 points that's yeah. a that's an awesome deer yeah Wish but I could that's, see that on the I, i'm hoping to get him back but <laughs> well, maybe you will this year. Uh, other than that i mean you know i'm i'm just looking forward and forward to checking checking the camera sometime when it's when the time's right to do that and hopefully i have a buck on there that um is what i'm looking for and i'm gonna try to save that tag for that deer or a bigger deer that potentially moves in 
That'd be good. That'd be good. What about you, Cameron? You got any goals for the upcoming coming fall? Yeah, um, one goal that I have is uh, I just bought this house, and I just started doing a food plot. Um, a couple of my buddies got me into trying to keep the deer on the property with only having three and a half acres. It's kind of hard to keep them on there. Um, but I planted some oats and some synergy, which is just a mixture of clover, and I'm hoping for the best to uh, get a nice buck down. Um, supposedly, there's a 11-pointer around the area and I'm trying to get my dad to get go out there and be able to hunt he's never hunted before and got him a ground blind and hoping that the food plot pulls off so he can be successful and we can get another deer mounted to the wall so that will be a special memory for me and my dad to have and um, it's pretty much about your goal uh, this year uh, you know it's been a crazy year with uh, you know everything that's been going on and you know, I, I just bought a 17-acre piece that I live on, and it would be it would be probably a lie if I told you I didn't want to kill a deer with my bow, especially a, a nice buck well, on that'd the property. That would be the first deer that would be killed by you on the property. Yeah, yeah it would be. And so I'm, I'm shooting towards trying to get a mature buck on this property i know it's only 17 acres i put a lot of work into it with some trails and mock scrapes and you just food started plot doing food and, plots yeah, yeah. We, we we did a food plot today i know we finished her up man it feels good a lot of hard work i like I, they put I think we all enjoy that aspect of it i just did a small plot this year also I've done one in the past, and I just I enjoyed it. I did it with a rake, and it was hard work. And, <laughs> hey, sometimes you off. gotta use what you got. It you paid know? off, and it was just the right setup. I I mean, as far as having my camera there, I hunted the place only a few times. I should have put more time in there, but um, but you learned from it. But you I, know? yeah, I learned from that because I I had what I wanted there. I had I had does steady in the plot. It actually grew pretty good. Uh, there was does there all the time, and then once the rut started, or pre-rut started kicking in, I put a mock scrape there, and I got several bucks on it during the daylight, and one in particular that was really Dandy, impressive. Huh? Yeah, he was a <laughs> six by five. Ooh. Really, yeah. really good buck. I hate that. You know, you get them on camera, and they're like 20 yards from your stand, oh, and you're right like, why street. wasn't I there? What was yards, I doing? Fourteen yards from the stand, and he's like, "I know you're at work, right?" Even that, uh, one, even that one I time when you're up in the stand, you get the, you leave, and then you go check your deer camera. You're like, "That deer was just there like five minutes after I got out of the stand." Oh, that's Why happened I to me. Wait another five minutes, you know. Well, yeah. usually it's, you know, they might watch you get down. Yeah, yeah, it's because you your access, but we'll get into some strategies as we go this year, you know. And that's another thing. My goal is to just kickstart this this five seven three, and you know, like Austin said, we've got a camera now. We're gonna do some filming. I don't know if we'll do any production and, and post it this year, but we'll definitely be filming hunts this year. And if we have some exciting footage, we'll we'll share it with everybody. And well, yeah, we're looking to start a YouTube account for the five seven three, and then possibly, I mean, maybe make a hunting dvd or something yeah that's i mean options are endless they they are you know we're we're still we're still trying to figure it all out really but 
you know, while we're doing it, we're going to produce the content because we love, we love hunting and we love sharing it with everybody. And, uh, another exciting goal I have this year is I'm going elk hunting in Wyoming. First time I've ever been actually hunting for any species outside of Missouri. What made you want to do that? Well, uh, my, my father-in-law, he's, he's been putting in to go elk hunting for a long time since I met him. And, uh, I find I, I kind of weaseled my way in there and invited myself, and he was he was happy to take it on, and I ended up getting some points, and we drew this year, and he knows some guys that's that's been going out there for years and having good success, right? And uh, so I'm gonna give it the old golden try and see what happens. You know, I I'm gonna try to get footage of that too, but ultimately the goal is to get an elk and that's what i'm going to be there for so whatever happens happens and i i can't wait to share that with you guys as well you know so we've got a lot of good plans for the upcoming 2020 fall and and 21 spring we're going to be doing some traveling we're going to be doing some hard hunting you know hard scouting fishing and this is this is all like this is you know guys that have we all have jobs we all have lives yeah, what do you do? To, what do you, what's I, your job? I work I work in a factory I, uh, that produces shingles. Uh, nothing really exciting that goes on there. What you got? Production. What kind of shifts you got? Twelve-hour shifts. Woo! Working them long hours, but yeah. Still, Heck yeah, still finding a way. Time. Yeah, you know, uh, it's a living. So exactly, that's where I'm at right now. Just not sure where I'm going to be in the future years, but got some ideas just not sure yet so well 12 hours a day and you're still getting some hunting in that's a regular joe to me what about you cam what do you do good for sure um what do you do i'm a teacher um with special education and i uh, own a lawn business and going back to college to uh get my certification in teaching so you got a lot on your plate yeah, I like to say busy. It's always something new with the kids and learning and stuff, but I still always got to make time to go out and do things that I also enjoy to do, being outside and being around friends and loving what we do. Yeah, it's a priority for us. I'll tell you, I uh, I work as a physician assistant. You know, I just got out of school probably last December, and, you know, the I will say the, the hours are not as demanding as your guys's, but which gives me a great time to do the scouting and stuff like that. But, you know, it, it, you know, it interferes and it's a regular job. You know, I don't, I don't get, the, I don't get paid for hunting or anything like that. That'd be nice but, if we did. Oh, <laughs> well, it would, but that's not really the goal here. That that's just, you know, just to get yeah, the content. We're not, out. we're not in here to get rich. I don't think anybody is, but no, uh. nope. Just here to, and, and, and honestly, we've got a lot of local guys around here that are going to share some content too, and we're excited for to to produce that as well. You know, it's not just us three. We're the five seven three is much bigger than just us. And yeah, I mean, essentially every hunter is a, a member. It's just uh, you know getting in contact with those people and you know sharing the woods. But uh, I don't know. We. Uh, we're trying to learn and trying to help everybody else learn too and just get more people involved and 
Exactly. We're learning every day. We ain't going to act like we're some kind of professional experts by any means. But if we know something, if we know something, then we're going to share it, you know, and maybe it's something you didn't know. So hopefully you can pick it up along the way. And we can learn from you guys as well. Yep. We'd love to, we love feedback and maybe we can learn a thing or two. But uh, do you guys have anything else? Just excited for this deer upcoming deer season. We miss anything? Yeah, everybody's just ready for deer season. (laughs) It's uh, what's today? Is it August ninth, eighth, August eighth, two thousand twenty? And we're already doing some scouting. We're about we're close to a month out. Opening opening day for for Missouri. So we'll be uh, we'll be keeping it out there. And And, uh, guys, if you've made it this far, you know, thank you and. I promise you, you know, it's not going to just be just be rambling on. We've got some guys from the local areas coming on to share some of their strategies, and I really think you guys are going to appreciate that and learn something from it. We're going to be talking conservation politics, hunting strategies, uh, rut scouting, yeah. reporting. Early season, mid season, the Late so season. to speak October lull, which Food doesn't plots. exist if you ask me. But hey, um, that's just, it for another time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, we're wrapping it up. Catch you later.